members of the secret space program, but does it or did it actually ever exist? Is it true that while the Apollo space program was trying its best to reach the moon, we already actually had nuclear-powered spacecraft at our disposal, possibly defending the Earth from alien aggression? And were there really any battles in space like the Battle of Vesta which we will be looking at today? Can't hear certainly the U.S. government not dismissing the subject. Indeed, a report ordered by Donald Trump, Secretary of Defense, was made on the subject for the Joint Chiefs of Stuff in July 2001. Now the leaked letter covering the matter doesn't prove anything one way or the other, but if it were total nonsense, would anyone bother to consider it? There is a large asteroid named Vesta, one of the billions of asteroids that orbit the sun in a donut-shaped belt between Mars and Jupiter. Unlike most asteroids, however, Vesta is very large. It is over 300 miles in diameter and oddly bright. It seems to have attracted a lot of attention from extraterrestrials. And it is because of a supposedly peaceful conference held at Vesta in early August of 1979 that a space battle was apparently fought between the Reptoid Collective with their nefarious plans and human astronauts from the secret space program with their alien allies. Let's discuss who was involved. First, let's start with the aliens. The story begins 65 million years ago when a huge meteor impact may have caused the extinction of the dinosaurs. Supposedly, just prior to the event, an alien race arrived on Earth and took hundreds, maybe thousands of velociraptors off planet to save them, but why? The raptors were the most intelligent earthlings of that time. They were highly evolved with large brains, sophisticated hunting techniques, one of the signs of high intelligence, and being one of the few dinosaurs that were warm-blooded. Unfortunately, their rescuers had underestimated the deviousness and intelligence of these early earthlings, who ultimately eliminated their saviors. Humans have taken around 6 million years to evolve. Imagine how evolved the raptors would be now after 65 million years of evolution from their home planet in the constellation Draco. The raptors have colonized many planets since and now I have a vast empire. Some still live hidden on Earth despite their aggressive natures. They are fortunately for humans, allies of ours. Mostly because they are, as we are from Earth, their mortal enemies are the reptoids. We have evolved from them. The reptoids have lizard eyes, are shapeshifters, and according to some have taken over many halls of the powerful and privileged on Earth. They have taken over many places of the business elite, ruling the collective and plotting to take over Earth. They regard humans as unintelligent and uncivilized. The reptoids are allied with an insect species. Both are cunning and dangro. These are the supposed players in the battle. Humans and the reptilian earthlings versus the reptoids and insectoids. The only supposed human survivor is one Captain Mark Richards fighting his whole life to get the story out amid skepticism and ridicule. One should not take his story as mere fantasy, however, as his family is rather significant. In the 1930s, his paternal grandfather, Ellis Lloyd Richards Sr., invented the Richards Antimatter Drive, which made the secret space program possible. He was an electronics engineer who had worked previously with Nikola Tesla, as well as on the Manhattan Project developing the atomic bomb, as well as the infamous Philadelphia Experiment. But the main power behind the project was his father, Major Ellis Lloyd Richards Jr. Also known as the Dutchman in 1946, the Dutchman had worked with the Rand Corporation, helping to design the first manned military atomic rocket. By the 1950s, he was commander of the Deep Space Fleet, of the Orion-class spaceships that protected Earth from enemy spaceships. His son, Captain Mark Richards, fought in these battles against our enemy extraterrestrials on those craft. The nuclear-powered Orion-class spaceships were officially scrapped eventually for the Apollo program in the 1960s. Work on the Orions continued covertly, however. Now let's look at the only person associated with this story who is still alive, Captain Mark Richards. Hello treaty conference in an English castle with his father where he played with juvenile raptors and met Prince Nigericonus, the son of the raptor empress. The children were taught by other friendly aliens how to so travel through dimensional gates. The conference was about the future of the earth, but unfortunately there were hostile factions there advancing their own agendas. The conference ended badly with other species demanding the humans should surrender the planet. This experience go down bad made a huge impression on Mark and he dedicated his life to defending earth in any way he could. Age 18 he joined the army and as a lieutenant during the Vietnam War was flying helicopters and assisted with the evacuation of Saigon. The following year in 1976 he was made around class spaceship the USS Valkyrie, the heart of the secret space program amongst many other missions mark headed project moon dust a covert operation by the u.s air force which under the cover of cold war asparage was actually involved with a retrieval of alien ufo crashes he flew various ground earthly and alien and he wanted adventure he flew a bio-intelligent female spaceship called minerva he personally commanded the orion cross uss hornet in the battle of china gates the case aliens who had developed tectonic weapons creating earthquakes volcanoes and tsunami to be launched from a secret base in antarctica mark was the hero of many space battles including of course a battle that was completely unexpected because in august of 1979 there was always meant to be a peaceful conference on vester but the collectives led by the rectoys ambushed the base until position of a quantum ubiquity atomic destabilizer for quad super weapons stored there to attack earth in a plot
plot to turn humanity into a slave race and plunder the earth for resources. Mark was on his honeymoon with his first wife. One night he woke up with a nightmare premonition, but something bad was going to happen. The telephone run. It was his father, Major Richards. Major Richards then contacted Prince Naga Draconis, son of the Empress of the Draconian Empire, who was the science officer on Mark's ship, the Valkyrie. The transcript of their conversation survived in the Major's written report. Readings most respected and trusted ally. Major Richards, it is so good to hear from you, our trusted friend. Stephanie Naga, I have to bring you back news about Deep Space Warning System has spotted a number of ships approaching our solar system. We are under attack. We need you on the Valkyrie shortly after that's a NASA base. The secret space program astronauts gathered in a conference room. Allison Onizuka, David Griggs, Ronald McNair, and Orbital Flight Manager astronaut who addressed them. Feeling astronauts, this is our time. This is what we have been preparing for our mission to save the Earth and all humanity from alien invasion. A mission from which many of us, maybe all of us, may not return. And as you know about which we may never talk, may luck be on our side. Let's go after the conference. Mark and Prince knowledge of colonies travel to the Valkyrie on a draconian short-range interceptor which could push aside dust and other space debris for protection. The cockpit was near the center of the triangle and although there were no windows it had a 360 degrees virtual reality system that made it feel that you were suspended in space strange experience the interceptor had an active impulse receptor or air the warned of any object of 21 to your way and as they were approaching the valkyrie parked investor orbit the air system confirms the hundreds of high-powered ships were rushing towards the solar system mark now on board the valkyrie look through the observation window into his surprise so not vista but a cluster of iridescent spheres connected by silvery spokes mark and his s asterisk 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 i've been teleported millions of light years away to a distant galaxy on his view screen appeared a catalog species of feline alien with two huge voluminous eyes whiskers and red fur delicate with small clawed feet six fingers and six toes and frills along the side of the body hiding its wings are three recovered his composure mark said i am captain mark richards from the solar system of Earth, the cat who Mark nicknamed Scarlet started to sing a strange but stirring melody that they have. Mark was horrified to see the battle was already in full swing as part of the Reptoid Collective. Hundreds of trove fighter ships were circling Vesper, releasing huge numbers of missiles that mercilessly bombarded the base and the Allied ships. And in less than an hour, the Collective had taken the base and who captured all of its weapons, including the deadly quad. Things were looking great. Mark was totally bewildered. The cat alien Scarlet had said that they would win the day. How could they? They were totally outnumbered and outgunned. Then suddenly and mysteriously, no more missiles and the trunk scout ships appeared to retreat. What was going on? Mark conferred with his father, Major Richards, who was command in the California. That's the battle had ended. What Mark and the Allies didn't know was if the Collectors haven't brought much equipment through the gate assuming that the allies who were thought to be weak-willed and passive wouldn't put up much of a fight the trolls that simply run out of weapons and because they weren't familiar with the advanced ones on investor base they couldn't use that either major richards gave the order to close in on the base though carefully in case the hiatus was just a trap it wasn't a trap but they had underestimated the trolls and their high mentality where individuals were of no importance only the total collected they did have one more weapon themselves way locked away with my stroke scout ships hundreds at a time pain themselves directly they descended flaming fireball exploding into space terrible damage was done for the nine ships that dragon squadron two have been complete major riches ordered the remaining four orion class ships to make for this device the battle there was brief very brief the tropics were unarmed and paid the price dragon squadron had been victorious not a ship not a single living trouble remained the fight was over so much damage rooms gutted by fire equipment lying smashed on the floor and trolled bodies everywhere but it wasn't over a message came in from his father sorry mark but we have to get back to earth something has happened at dolce base in new mexico and with that they headed back mark would not resign from the secret space program not until after dolce base since all this information has been leaked by mark richard's wife joanne it's not unreasonable to ask whether the story is incredible particularly as all of the other humans named in the story have long since died after the Battle of Dulce Base, or as a cause of, accidents. But, Mark Richards had ended up developing skin cancer and the exact pattern as someone who was exposed to large amounts of radiation as someone would if they were to wear a helmet. One major pointer is that he had developed skin cancer in exactly the pattern one would expect from someone exposed to radiation whilst wearing a helmet in the medical record the military doctor wrote if I didn't know better I say this is like the same kind of problem with astronauts have if only had known but what was the nature of the problem at Dolce Base to answer that we need to jump forward in time to 1990 the human genome project where our DNA was mapped thus allowing us to modify our bodies and minds was arguably one of the greatest achievements of humanity or was it a great achievement certainly but was it solely a human achievement there is concrete evidence which we'll be seeing soon but it started nearly half a century before the official date 1990 through a human alien scientific corporation but one that is we'll see when bad 
badly wrong here. We're trying to clarify this rather complex story, distilling nearly a thousand pages of detailed reports by the excellent Earth Defense Headquarters and the Dolphin Wars by Brenton and Commander X, amongst others. The base's location was beneath the Alcalita Miser near the town of Dulce in New Mexico. It was a huge military underground facility originally built in the 1940s and controlled by the aliens under the not very watchful eye of the NSA. So, who were these aliens that were controlling Dulce? Principally, two species first, the Raptors from the Draco constellation, who were officially in charge of Dolce and were allied to the humans and the Grace, who hated humans and Raptors, and through their devious troll, the complex and perverted it to stress ends. And though they were aliens, the collaborators made up of politicians, wealthy civilians, and businessmen who wanted the alien technology at any cost and collaborated secretly with the Grays hiding what was really going on at Dolce from the NSA. How did the creation of such a facility come about? Well, following 16 UFO crashes between 1947 and 1952, where 117 alien bodies were recovered, four of them alive, the NSA had set up Project Aquarius in 1953 with Department X to assess threats from extraterrestrials and Department C to react to neutralize any threats. At the same time, Delta Group was set up a handpicked collection of Air Force Special Operations Command, Navy SEALs, Army Rangers, and critically members of the secret space program. Following the crashes, the aliens contacted the U.S. government, and in 1954, the creator treating was signed. Dolce was to be designed by the friendly Raptors and run by the NSA, so unfortunately, the NFC was given day-to-day -day control and grievously sold out to the increasing and inhuman demands of the malevolent grace. So what was the purpose of Dulce? Well, the stated purpose, it was entirely benevolent. The Raptors descended from earthly dinosaurs were fascinated by humans and wanted to understand us better, both psychologically and genetically, and in return, they would help us to advance our civilization, particularly in medicine and space travel. So what happened to change that the creator treaty had been broken, but the NSC was so eager to get alien technology and the knowledge of human control that it collaborated with the Graves in their takeover of the base. Then the Graves twisted the Raptors' humane agenda went far beyond nearly mapping our genome and aimed to develop mind control techniques, including as they hoped remote viewing needless to say powerful mind control techniques would be very useful to the NSC and their masters, both politically and commercially. The Raptors, of course, objected. What's your problem? Ask the lead gray humans do equally unpleasant things in their laboratories with monkeys, dogs, nice and apply the Raptors feebly. And that's what humans are to us, both of us. Anyway, I'm sure that you can think of some good reasons not to squeal. The Raptors were silenced for the time being. What was the layout of Dulce Base? Well, it comprised seven levels connected by magnetic elevators. The top level was for security and communications associated hangars and beneath that was the accommodation level for thousands of human stuff and a large area for craft maintenance then level three executives and administration and the cell electrostatic disruption device a terrible weapon secretly installed by the gray's mind control experiments were held on level four ones that eventually led to mk ultra and beyond thus vast highly advanced laboratories the aliens at least 18,000 in number lived on level five with a genetic experiment section on level six and over both levels the critical electromagnetic generators that powered the entire complex and finally at the lowest known level those seven cryogenic experiments into suspended animation from level two one main shuttle connect to the base with los alamos but there were numerous others furthermore they were over 100 hidden entrances and exits leading to the surface including one main learning port used by alien craft as with the other portals this one was disguised by a holographic projection and is thought to be the strange hollow to the right of this image a geological formation not usually associated with measles whatever evidence is there for doses existence used well apart from the reports there is concrete evidence of genetics research at Dolce released by Thomas Edwin Costello a security officer at the base who had been so shocked by what he had seen that he felt the world should know this genome sequencing was amongst his papers found after he disappeared a year after releasing his story